One for mom and one for me. Hey, beautiful. Alta Beauty invites you to see the joy this holiday season with top gifts for everyone on your list, including you. Discover great last-minute gifts like mini eyeshadow palettes from Juvia's Place, fragrance sets from Clinique, gift cards, and more. Shop in store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Alta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Schwartz, Katie Maloney Schwartz, and Sheena Shea are now all new homeowners. Candy Burris from the Real Housewives of Atlanta speaks with People Magazine to let them know that if Phaedra Parks is coming back on Atlanta, she will not be returning for season 12. And Luann Deliceps from the Real Housewives of New York has unfortunately fallen off the wagon and has violated her probation sentence. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Liz O'Malley. She was an amazing co-host back on episode 25 and is back today to talk all things Bravo. Welcome back. Hey. You're a really great guest, but last time it was you and Kyle. I love Kyle. But, like, I was like, girl, we need, like, one-on-one. I know, right? We have to, like, revisit all of these things. Right. I could talk about this forever. It's sad and amazing at the same time. I mean, people are always like, Bravo is such a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. I'm like... There's no guilt associated oh, no. to lovingness. No. What is a uh, Lara Marie Shane? Do you listen to? <laughs> yeah. Oh the, my God! I yes. don't want to like bring up co- competing <laughs> podcasts, but I think we're all friends here. She says Vanderpump Rules is a show for geniuses, and that's that's the motto I she's live my life not, by. She's not wrong. <laughs> she's like, not. No, that's an amazing podcast. If you guys love Vanderpump Rules, definitely go <laughs> check out Sup Podcast, sexy unique podcast. Yes. And she made amazing merch like Pumpcella, mm-hmm. and on the back oh has like the Coachella God. lineup with yes. like day two headlining is like Kristen Doty. <laughs> Rippin' Sigs, like Tom Schwartz transition lenses, <laughs> Laura Lee. Yeah, Schwartz's Moo Moo, just All the favorites. so good. Well, let's just jump right into news. So, coming out of Beverly Hills, Dorit Kemsley and husband PK Kemsley are finally out of some hot water when this week a judge sided with them in a battle over an alleged $75,000 sporting bet. The suit explained that PK had an open book account with some company named Star Sports in 2015. It's like some bookie for gambling. Shocker. I know. That, right? This is what he's spending all of his money on. Uh, as of October 2016, Kemsley owed a total of 260k, and the company then hired some legal collections ad- agency to get the money. Of course. <laughs> so the suit has said that he paid the first 75k, but then failed to pay the remaining 75k. Every Real Housewife has like a husband that is just does like illicit activities on the side. Absolutely. Well, I was doing like research for this episode, and there was like one headline. It was like Mauricio Umansky denies fraud claims. Then it was like. Uh, Erica Girardi's husband Tom like denies like fifteen million dollar settlement. Then Dorit Kemsley and hu- I'm like, come on! It all like <laughs> reminds me of this college admission scandal that's happening right now, and I'm just like, these are all the same type of people, and I'm actually shocked that there's no connection to the Real Housewives on that because it's such a crossover, and these people who just feel so entitled to being rich, but they don't want to do anything to get there, <laughs> or like they don't want to have to like put the actual work in. They just want like this like appearance of being. <laughs> Well, I think Lori Laughlin is on, like, a fast track to becoming a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. She'd be perfect. I feel like that's a really quick. That's but what I, they need. I actually saw the other day that a Chinese family spent $6.5 million to get their kid into Stanford. 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 <laughs> Insane. But I could see, like, all of these people doing that, too, <laughs> if they had that kind of money, which they don't. Certainly we not. <laughs> well, Dorit is obviously, like, the queen of pretending she has money. Right. And obviously we see on the show that Camille is going to start, like, exposing Dorit for being a total fake. But I guess they were pretty psyched about 
about this one. Granted, you know, we talked about on episode 20 and then on episode 17 that he owed like $1.2 million for not paying back some loan. And then she owes like 250 k for like her entire swimwear collection. I can't even. There's just zero accountability. I think Teddy needs to give Dorit like a run for her money. Like, you need to be accountable. A literal run for her <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> Please give me my money. Well, Dorit was also on Watch What Happens Live this week, and they basically were talking about her money problems, and she basically is just like, well, I can't really talk about that right now, but I'm pretty happy where we are financially. It's like, you don't even own your house. You have nothing. You have nothing. I just want to see these people's tax returns. I think I mentioned this in the last time I was on a podcast, and that's my relentless pursuit, is just like, (laughs) to someday have all of these people's tax returns. I'd rather see Dorit's tax returns than Donald Trump's. Yeah, for 100% sure. I just want to see, like, their mobile banking app. Like, I want to see liquid cash. How much money do they they have like in their checking account and not in like investments and well, like businesses they definitely have nothing i always wonder like lisa vanderpump like they must have like real estate deals or investments like right. their money always confuses me because yeah i understand <laughs> that you guys have like open bars and restaurants all throughout the world but like you guys don't have any open in europe anymore you just have the ones in la like where is all of this money coming from like so much money like lisa vanderpump like is wearing these massive diamonds in their home and the swans like they have the swans. they've got real money it's like but where i mean yes they have exotic birds so like there's <laughs> there's money somewhere but for sure uh lisa vanderpump and this is totally allegedly allegedly i believe i believe in like every lisa vanderpump conspiracy that she like burns down her restaurant oh yeah that's laura's like whole like mm-hmm. cross to and i <laughs> fully believe that and i also believe that vanderpump dogs is like a shell corporate <laughs> like a money laundering front and no. i have no proof i have no proof and i and i lisa don't come for me but um, that is no definitely true i mean personally in my heart all of the fires where it's like how do you have four restaurants in la and like all of like one is going on fire once a year and i think last year it was such a telltale sign where like jeremy maddox like put out the fire and lisa and ken like give him a big envelope full of cash i'm like he started the fire and like was, jeremy started the yeah, fire right? it's jeremy's fault <laughs> Ariana, don't come for us. <laughs> oh my god, no. Actually, she does seem like someone who'd be like listening yeah, to Bravo podcasting, would. like podcasts, and then reach out to me and be like, don't slander my brother and okay. sue me. Disclaimer, Ariana, if you're listening to this, your brother, we believe that he was just a pawn in Lisa's yeah. scheme, and we don't hold him accountable, because basically, how do you say no? Basically, like everybody on any of Lisa Vanderpump's shows, she's just manipulating them to get ultimately what she wants. Literally, the concept of TomTom is to make those two men pay her money so that she like owns a restaurant with like be- profiting off their image and likeness like, I don't understand how they don't see that that's like a scam well I know whatever. Ariana went on to Danny Pellegrino's podcast and she basically was like no we haven't seen a dime from Tom Tom and you won't ever you're no. only investing in that place you are not re- reaping any of any of the rewards I read a couple weeks ago that Lisa Vanderpump was thinking of starting some sort of like beverage line like you could buy Tom Tom like booze. a skinny girl sitch yeah exactly getting into the booze market a tipsy girl <laughs> well staying in Beverly Hills Camille Grammer has finally come out victorious in her never-ending legal battle against her former boyfriend, which you guys, I'm sorry, I'm the last name on this, Dimitri Sharmalampalopoulos. I'm literally <laughs> not kidding. And the jury has awarded her 36K in damages. So a little backstory if you guys don't remember. Back in 2014, Dimitri and Camille had slapped each other during... Oh, slapped, not literally slapped each other. <laughs> 
<laughs> slapped each other with dueling lawsuits, and Camille was accusing Dimitri of assaulting her in a Texas hotel room back in 2013 while she was recovering from cancer surgery, which is, like, very, very a dark. Loaded situation. So the judge ruled in her favor, giving her $1,000 for her pain, which is, like, not that much that. money, right? Yeah, I know. I'm like, what kind of pain? And her pain and suffering, and then alongside $35,000 in other damages. Okay. So get it, girl. I'm pretty happy about her about this. Back on episode yeah. 31, we talked about how Camille was requesting to keep the lawsuit out of the media. Because <laughs> I, mean, I think she didn't want it to be a whole frenzy. That's impossible, first of all. Plus, I'm like, do you really want to keep it out of the media? Like, these right? people, like, live and die for being in the media. In any capacity. Especially the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills girls. Like, oh. basically, the, like, seventh cast member is Radar Online. <laughs> like, TMZ, yeah. Seriously. I mean, New York Housewives also do it where they're like, page six. Page, but, like, page six is, like, I feel like a different caliber than Radar Online. Like, Radar Online, like, mm-hmm. their main stories are, like, Janelle Evans' boyfriend shot the dog. Like, But, like, 35 oh, yeah. articles. Right. I love I love when the New York housewives are like, I'm in the press. And I'm yeah, just like, right. what year is it? I, I adore it. But also, you know, page six does get printed. So, right. like, you know, they're actually reading a mat- newspaper and they're like, oh, look, that's me. Like, radar yes. online. Like, that doesn't hold as much weight. No, no, no. They just, like, churn out content. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously glad about this for Camille Grammer. However, you know, after she was, like, siding with Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I'm like, you literally were abused here. You said you were abused when you were younger, and you're like, mm, she's probably lying. I've been lied on too. It's like, girl, oh, like, I know. How do you not see your own situations and then become a little bit more empathetic towards other women? I, yeah, <laughs> I think particularly in Beverly Hills, there's like a lot of like stunted mental growth <laughs> in their in their worlds. Like, they cannot like empathize with people or like put their themselves in other people's shoes. I think that's like way too too much to ask. So. I mean, Kyle dealing with. Lisa Vanderpump in the beginning of the season where she was like, I don't understand what Lisa's problem is. It's like her brother literally just committed suicide. Maybe maybe she's going through something. Like, you know, she has 13 businesses, 422 jobs, like mm-hmm. passing this bill in Congress. Like maybe she doesn't want to like shoot the shit with you and Teddy and like take a boring spin cl- or like walk around a d- deserted lake. Like this right. past week, their little scene was just like the two of them being like, wow, I love the birds. Oh, oh I'm <laughs> like, like what? Like I know. I feel like they have so much time to kill. Whereas, like, it's like on New York when they're like, "Why can't Bethany come to my like skincare party?" And you're like, "She has like literal like a relief fund. She like yeah. went to Puerto Rico before Trump did. Like she yeah. has things to do." And that's how I feel. Lisa is on Beverly Hills. It's like she has she has restaurants to burn down. Right? <laughs> she has swans to feed. Uh, so true. Well, sticking to uh, more Lisa Vanderpump related <laughs> content. Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney Schwartz have purchased their own home, a one furnished four-bedroom, 4.5 Cape Cod-style home in L.A. for $1.925 million. I mean, first of all, it's good that it's furnished because those two people have combined the worst taste in the entire universe. Although the house itself is beautiful. The house is absolutely gorgeous. It makes me really, like, filled with rage because I'm like, that's unfair. Yeah, that's, like, (laughs) never going to be an option for me. However, I hope they still keep the Bubba art. Just Bubba written Oh yeah. On a piece of like oak tag oh, I'm and sure framed. They will ruin it this place <laughs> in like six months. It'll just be filled with the most horrible, horrible things. So this house was built in twenty sixteen and boasts a three thousand four hundred and forty two square feet, which is huge. 
It's been furnished with contemporary boho chic pieces, including artwork and plush rugs. Which do you remember when like Katie was like, I redid the my my bedroom and like <laughs> Stasi was like, Oh my god, it is so boho, woodsy, hipster, chic. It's like Oh my god! It's just quite the opposite. There's literally like uh, a record player from Urban Outfitters in there, and Urban Outfitters like, to them is boho, though. Yeah, absolutely, they're like that's a little bit outside the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. That's like a little bit crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That's like where they go for their Coachella outfit, yes. and they're like, we're really doing it this year. I personally think that like they think making it is being able to like go to a place like Urban Outfitters and just buy like a full price outfit, like yeah. not shop on the sale rack. And I think that's what Katie does. Honestly, I think she. I mean, now that if we're going to just jump right I mean. into bad outfits. Okay, you guys. If you haven't been on social media, the girls have gone to Paris for, quote-unquote, Britney's bachelorette party. Mind you, the girls on this trip is Lala, Stasi, Katie, Britney. No Kristen. Travel terrorist. Noted yeah. travel terrorist Kristen Doughty is not along for the ride. So she's obviously not there. But, you know, Kristen's clearly madly in love with Britney. So yes. I can only... Oh, my God. <laughs> My Britney's the sh- is what did you call her like she my wants- shining light like yeah she was like you're the light of my life yeah, the light I want to my- do best friend vows I was like girl you're like 38 years old right? <laughs> yeah definitely no best friend contracts or anything but they were out and about in Paris and they were outside the Louvre and took a photo I'll post it on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account and Lala I guess we'll start from left to right okay, on yes. this picture so Lala has I know this is an, a audio thing but go to my instagram for a visual lala is wearing a pretty cute little green jacket with what would you call these pants they're like denim they seem like you know in the lizzie mcguire movie when she like does the breakaway (laughs) skirt like that's that's the energy that's coming from lala's pants but i think they're probably like really expensive like some you know couture designer that she but they just i'm sure that yeah rand was probably like He's had like, to take out another loan for coffee <laughs> to get those pants. He's but. like, you look amazing in these pants. They are absolutely hideous. Stassi looks chic as ever. Yeah, Stassi has like a standard like, you know, basic business yeah. casual <laughs> look that she goes for and it works for her and it's fine. It's fine. Now, Katie, on the <laughs> other hand, is doing like, she's reminding me um, of, what's Jesse from, what was that movie? Wait, like the Parent yes! Trap? Yes! <laughs> she's giving me Jesse from Parent Trap vibes with like, so true. she's wearing like, khaki mm-hmm. pants but they're like forest green with a, a wide leg like a oh. boot cut she's wearing leopard espadrilles that are not even lace up with no heel this like white blouse that has a collar and then a camo jacket on top and i don't know if you saw other photos but there's fringe. Oh, the arms have fringe. And there's a lime green handbag in there too. So she oh. was going. She was going for a green <laughs> theme. And then to top it off <laughs> is the black nylon bucket hat. And it's not even like Prada has made one. So right, if it were Prada, right, right. I'd be like, oh, you know, she's trying. Right. Exactly. This is this is Urban Outfitters the, oh, full for price sure. for sure. <laughs> Katie, Katie, Katie. The thing is, Katie invites like the terrible criticism she gets on herself because she looks like they it looks like the three of them are her granddaughters yeah that took her to paris <laughs> and she got like her most comfortable outfit but like nice you know what i mean like she was like, i'm gonna wear a collared shirt i'm gonna wear some flats like i'm not gonna wear sneakers like we're gonna go do this thing and yeah no she looks 
insane. And she like has a beautiful body. Like that whole entire arc of like her mm-hmm. hating her body, like obviously is sad because like everybody's been insecure, everyone's right. been in that place. But like learn how to dress for your body or maybe like talk to Stasi. Like Like, ask your friends for advice. And she also has, like, a beauty and fashion blog. Granted, she hasn't, like, wrote anything since, like, 2017. a bit defunct. (laughs) But still, like, pucker and power. What are you doing? Like, you gotta get a stylist. Like, you have money. You just bought literally a $2 million home. You've gotta get a stylist. I think she does not understand how bad her taste level is. But I would also like to point out that I think Katie and Brittany are, like, the same size. Totally. And, like, granted, Brittany still has not figured out how to, like, incorporate her boobs into <laughs> most of her outfits yet. Which, like, girl, I mean, as somebody with big boobs, like, I can only imagine what coming into those later in life would feel like. It would be a real struggle. Because yeah. it's like, you know, like, that's, like, the one thing I'm like, yeah, having big boobs are such a blessing and a curse. Like, a- one out of every ten outfits, I'm really happy that I have big boobs. Yeah, exactly. The other nine, I'm like, oh, cool, I, I'm i in a maternity outfit. Like, exactly. I, I'm in my third trimester. Or I'm, like, expo- like yeah. I'm <laughs> making a choice yeah. to, like, let everyone see this. And, like, Brittany's getting there, but, like, um, she obviously had to go through a transition, but I'm like, look to Brittany for inspiration because for all that Brittany, literally, <laughs> there's a video on Instagram. I don't know whose story it's on, but it's Brittany seeing a sign that says M-A-G-O-T, so, like, Majo or something, and she's like, y'all, it's maggot! It says maggot, y'all! So I'm like, we're not letting Brittany off the hook in the Paris trip, but she looks okay. Oh, you know? she looks better. Like, She's wearing like a camel coat, like uh-huh. a high-waisted denim. You know those actually are jeggings. You know they're not actual denim. Yeah, those are also Urban Outfitters full price, yeah. but they're fine. And then like, like they work for gorgeous her. leopard boots. Mm-hmm. Love boots the are boots. Good. boots are good. And her hair looks gorge, her sunglasses. Like Brittany is doing Paris better than I expected, which oh, is for shocking. Sure. But also like the fact that they were like, let's go to Paris for your bachelorette party. Like I cannot see Brittany in Paris being like, I'll have the, the poulet frites. I think that means chicken. I'll do the chicken tenders. Well, they've done a confirmed McDonald's trip, which, to be fair, like that's that's a key part of going to France, I'd say. But yes. uh, I feel like for them, it was not. It was like a very like we need to take shelter for comfort, yeah. you know. Like we need familiarity. Like They're where's like, the closest Starbucks? Yeah, Brittany like, doesn't want to eat steak tartare, so we have to take right. her to McDonald's after dinner. Uh, it's just like they have so much money and they're so bad at spending it. But at least they're in France and not like in Cabo again for like the seven oh, thousand. God, right? As if they oh. haven't been to the same like resort. I would see the same staff like year after year I after know. year. Like the world is big and beautiful there's also like other places in mexico you can go to but besides the point but lala actually went on the jenny mccarthy show this past week and was talking about how her wedding date will be april 18th 2020 i am just surprised that they have not tied the knot sooner like i thought she was like rushing to get this locked down i thought that like maybe her dad passing would have like inspired them to like go for it a little bit sooner i actually kind of thought they were maybe already married me too Um, i know there was like a whole thing when her dad passed away they had like a a book or something mm -hmm. like like remembering him and her name was listed as lauren and emmett Ah, so who knows but she also said that we originally said two years after we get married but Rand told me we could start trying for a baby like right after we get married so I don't want to see that no some of the people on the show I think will be like I think Stassi's gonna be a good mom I think Brittany's gonna be a great mom Lala I feel like we just don't need a kid yet like I feel like you and Rand should like take a few like maybe take those two years right and like he has children Unwanted family guests are like fish. They start to stink after three days. So what's the best mattress for them this holiday season? Definitely not a nectar. Then they'll never leave. Flip those fish your old mattress and put your human body on a nectar. 
Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. A fresher deal than your mackerel mother-in-law, right? Go to Nectarsleep.com today. With AMC+, Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men ad-free and with new content dropping each week like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld. There's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. <laughs> After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. (laughs) This will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that so it's not like he's like i'm getting older and i need kids like he has kids i also just like feel like their life is so weird like when this whole 50 cent thing was happening i was like i would be like first of all i would already be embarrassed if i were her because i was like he's deeply unattractive yeah and she's gorgeous truly you know if like she was a woman near his age i'd be like cool go for it like have a happy life but i'm like you could pretty much get any pro athlete you want you know what I mean like there's other guys well she can do so much better and that's the weird thing and also like obviously she loves his kids and they're gonna be her stepkids one day but like you're also like taking on the the role of like now having to be a mother and I I don't know I feel like she's like biting off more than she can chew like she's sober she has the show she's quote-unquote acting all of this fofty stuff like I feel like Lala needs to like take it down a notch however You know, I scan all of these sites for, Mm -hmm. like, all of my news sources. I cannot tell you every single website is talking about her and Emmett. Emmett. Her and Randall. So, you know, she's probably getting what she wanted out of this whole 50 Cent thing. I mean, she, like, deleted all the photos of them and then made her profile picture just, like, a black circle. And I was like, (laughs) I am here for this. Queen Lala. Well, there was this one moment, like, this past week where she was posting all of these, like, Instagram stories. And she was like, hashtag silence. Yes. And she was like, said something like hashtag 65K, which I'm like, what does that mean? 
I don't know, but the whole drama of it was weird. And then they did like a post coital video of like her and Ran in bed and no. they were like talking baby talk. Like yuck, yuck, yuck. We we don't want to see that. We want to see Ran fighting with people. Like I want more people to come out of the woodwork and be like, he owes me money mm-hmm. by w- Monday. Yes. And I would love more Rand on the show as well. I'm, like, sad because he seems to be close with, like, Jax and all of them. Yeah, he's hosting Jax's bachelor party. Insane. I guess they're, like, the same age, honestly. Seriously. Yeah, Jax is closer to his age than Lala's. But uh, I think the way they're trying to angle it is, like, they're going to really strong arm the fact that he's not going to be on the show so that they get their own spinoff. But I do not need to see a Lala spinoff. Like, you're a a part of an ensemble cast on Vanderpump Rules, Mm -hmm. and that's what makes you interesting. Not you and Randall, you know, talking about each other's assholes and like yeah. oh, God. having. I know, I'm sorry. You really, just like threw up. In my mouth. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should have warned you. Your face was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Tr- triggered. <laughs> Thinking of Rand's asshole. Oh my God, yuck. Um, oh. No, I think that's true of most of the Vanderpump Rules cast. Like the show is so good because of all of these people are just like crazy in their own right, and they come together, and it's like this specific brand of like this dynamic that's insane that works so well. But like. Jackson, Brittany, take Kentucky. I was like, I don't. This is too dark. It's too dark when you dig in to each one, except for Stassi and Bo. I'm here for any spinoff. Yeah, well, they're definitely going to get their own spinoff. But he actually was at the Countess Luann show last night in California. Like, shocker, Bo. I know. I woke up and watched every single thing. Because he made, like, a T-shirt that said Bovani. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I kind of, like, think I'm in love with Bo. Yeah, I think I am too. And I think I, like, I go back and forth between thinking he's, like, a total dweeb. Oh, he's a dweeb for sure. But I think, like, <laughs> him and Saucy are perfect for each other. Like, he obviously, like, I don't think watched the show before they started really mm-hmm. dating, but then, like, they rewatch it. And she always is saying, like, yeah, sometimes we mention season one Saucy, and he tells me I'm acting like her or whatever. But I, I like that he's, like, not so judgy about it like mm-hmm. this is her life and this is her bread and butter and look now you have a hundred thousand followers and now you can do all exactly. of these things and what was he i feel like i saw some ad that i saw him in like really some he definitely works in the biz like yeah. well he does casting yeah. so he like was probably like oh well great cast me on this show. right like i can perform which he's go- he's a good asset see it's like you can't just i mean you have to have sex with somebody on the show to get on the show yeah first exactly of all. that's how you get on <laughs> But it doesn't always work. Like, Carter, he was not able to carve out a place for himself. Mm-mm. Well, my brother was at TomTom, like, two weeks ago, and he said Carter was there with some hot blonde. Oh, yeah? It was Carter. <gasps> Wait, I think he said it was Carter, Jeremy, and Peter. I'm like, that is the trio of the thirsty. Yeah, that is truly the crew of D-listers. Oh, my God. If that means that we get a single Kristen season, that could save Vanderpump Rules. Because this season was a little bit underwhelming. I will say this final episode gave me life, <laughs> gave me everything I needed and more. Um, I felt like I was watching season three. Like, you know, I felt like I was in it. And I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> but a single Kristen moment could really take us back. Yeah, I need her unhinged. Unhinged. I need her dating. I need her to meet a guy two and a half days later, ask him to yes. move in. Yes. And then it all Adopt blow a up. dog with him. Immediately. Yes. Name it another like star, like a uh, singer's yes. name. Jerry for Jerry Garcia. Yes. She's like, we love music. We're music yes, heads. music kills Kate. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of other people from Vanderpump Rules who have purchased a house, Sheena Marie is now is the proud owner of a new home in Palm Springs. So she yeah. dropped 725 k for a 1,900-square-foot vacation property. Get it, girl. I know, right? She's smart. Like, some of the, all these mm-hmm. people, are probably going to end up getting divorced. Sheena's like, let me buy a little, a, a beautiful three-bedroom home in Palm Springs, rent that bitch out, True. make some money. 
like yeah, and like seven hundred twenty-five thousand is like a lot of money, but it's like a like an upper middle class. You know what I mean? Like it's not two mil. Yeah. So she's like making a wise investment, I would say. I Um, absolutely agree. People were hating on her on Twitter, and she responded with, "A, how much money do you think we all have? B, blowing through by making an investment that most people can never do. You're so right. How dumb of us. C, do you seriously think we're only servers? LOL. I love how she's basically like, shut the fuck up. I'm a TV star, and this is the fucking like." Sixth season. First of all, seventh season. she's an accomplished musician, so yeah. like, don't come for her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I and I agree, but I think also like, I really want Vanderpump Rules to break the fourth wall and do what like Teen Mom did, and like bring the producers like bring us behind the scenes and like start just like really owning the fact that these people are like have like three million followers on Instagram and just post like flat T things to get their money. Like I want to see more of that because it's more compelling than watching them pretend to wait tables. Well, I always say like, I want to see when Lala gets roles. Like I want to see when James is traveling to Chicago and Mm -hmm. doing a DJ set. Like I want to see like more of their actual lives. And at this point, like they're pretty far removed from Sir at this point. So they've got to figure out a new angle for the show. I will watch anything. Oh, yeah, no, no. Give me whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Well, moving coast, Candy Burris from the Real Housewives of Atlanta sat down with People Magazine, and they were discussing her feud with Phaedra Parks, and they asked her how she would feel if she returned back on the show, and she said, you know, for me, it's like, if they want to do that, I'm fine, I'm cool, I just won't be a part of that. So, for me, this might be controversial because people really love Candy, but I think I want Phaedra on the show. And I don't know if I necessarily need candy. I don't need, like, another, like, sex dungeon right, that's, show. That's like her vibe. It's her bread and butter. <laughs> I think it's always good when there's, like, a little bit of conflict. And I, I actually like seeing this because I'm like, how, how do those mechanics work, work with, like, Andy Cohen? And, like, who gets to be on? How do they bargain with this? Like, um, who actually gets, like, the more, the like, the pull and who gets the say and, like... Well, as much as I think Nini is, quote-unquote, like, the queen of Mm -hmm. Atlanta, Candy, like, has more Instagram followers, Mm. is actually really famous, is on Big Brother, like, is doing other things, is now, like, you know, doing, like, this dungeon sex show thing, touring all around. You know, I I kind of feel like Candy is is a bigger asset to the show in terms of, like, fan recognition and maybe, like, clout. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Nini is definitely not going to go anywhere. Supposedly she's getting a raise, and next season she'll make $2.85 million. Wow. Like, didn't she assault crew, potentially <laughs> right. assault, you know, F- Portia, a pregnant woman? Like, Holy what? Crap. And they're like, you know what? Here's more money. She's like a man. They're like, you're that important. Yeah, we're serious. <laughs> yeah, right. you. <laughs> Honestly, breaking barriers. You go, girl. Seriously. Break that glass ceiling. Well, actually, newbie Eva Marcel stated in an article with People Magazine as well that she is currently 17 weeks pregnant with her third child with husband Michael. So she was pregnant on her first season and now is going to be pregnant on her third season. Like, I don't need the pregnancy storyline. I want you to be drinking. I was just going to say that really, it can be good if there's a lot of like deep family shit that comes yeah. up. Like I'm always here for that. Yeah. But if it's just going to be you like not engaging in the drunk activities. And I hate to say this because like obviously if you need to stop drinking, please, by all means, stop drinking. But like even Lala on Vanderpump, like she stopped drinking and I'm like, I'd really prefer if you drank. Right? Like you know how much better this would be. But then you see like Lala when they were like in Mexico and she was, ha- she was like, touch me, touch me, right. hold me, hold me. It was right. like. 
Okay. That was like a come down from all of the drugs, all of the booze. Yeah. I'm like, we need more of this. Yeah. I want, yeah. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> like, right. that's what I need. Well, this actually is pretty much a perfect segue into Real Housewives of New York oh. news. <laughs> Countess Luann, obviously, everybody knows back in December of 2017, she <laughs> drunkenly assaulted a Florida police officer and repeatedly threatened to kill him. <laughs> so after the plea deal was set, Luann basically just had to not drink and go to two AA meetings a week. This is the second time in this year that her New York probation officer has filed documents stating that she is not taking her probation seriously. Back on episode 26, we talked about this too. So, oh, okay, this is so oh, dark. Man. So I guess back on April 22nd, Lou was tested positive for alcohol and then admitted that she had two glasses of mimosa after performance of her cabaret show in Chicago. First of all, I always feel like when people fall off the wagon, they say they have two. And I'm like, that's like a telltale sign that like you didn't just have two. You know what I mean? You never just you, have two. Nobody literally has two drinks ever. I'm no. sorry. Even if you literally do drink in moderation, two is just not for some reason. I refuse to believe that anyone's ever had two drinks in their life. Also, like for whatever reason, like I feel like she's saying mimo- like, okay, one, two glasses of mimosas after a performance. Like her performance probably started at like nine right. and probably went till 11. And then what? Yeah, you're going in your dressing room and like drinking mimosas. Like a night mimosa no yeah you're drinking like vodka sodas and then like many glasses of red wine railing wine (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what you mean by two glasses of mimosas (laughs) you're like knee deep in cocaine sorry i'm allegedly (laughs) yeah no i mean when i saw her on countess and friends she was amazing and you could tell she wasn't Mm -hmm. drunk Mm -hmm. but baby girl was tweaking like and i've seen it in other people in my life. Oh, yeah. So when I saw, like, the mannerisms, I was like, ooh, good. Like, yeah. Like, this is probably, you know, some party favors, but, hey, I, I don't think I think it kills her to be, like, at this place where she has this show, which she takes, like, so seriously, and to not be able to, like, have this, like, party lifestyle that goes along with it. And right? I think she's probably like, okay, maybe I will. <laughs> like, YOLO. <laughs> so after she failed the test there, she was offered an opportunity to immediately roll in outpatient treatment, but she insisted that her touring schedule would interfere with the, tr- the treatment participation. And then she was given the option to be given an alcohol ankle monitoring device, but she said the device would be too intrusive while performing. So just Giovanni with a little ankle monitor. Oh my god, first of all, how does one person get all these options? Like, since when are they like, can you want to do this? Lou's like, mm, do I this? can't do that like, if with my, my touring, you know, my touring. Like, she's, I didn't know she was such a star. <laughs> she's a cabaret star. So she ended up speaking to People Magazine saying, I take my sobriety very seriously, and like many in my situation, it is a daily struggle. I remain committed to doing whatever it takes to continue living a healthy, sober lifestyle. So I'm obviously Team Lou through and oh, through. Yeah, gotta be. <laughs> like, I am allowing her to have this two mimosas. Yeah, which no. Maybe I'm enabling poor behavior mm-hmm. and poor choices, but, like, I don't know. As long as she didn't hurt anybody or herself or, you know, threaten another cop. Yeah, I feel like a key part of being a Bravo fan is, like, being okay with enabling extremely poor choices. <laughs> exactly. For the sake of entertainment. And that's this is exactly what we have here. Is like, I want Luann's show to be insane. I want her to be insane on the show. And if that means she has to have two mimosas every <laughs> yeah. so often to kick her back up to that level, then I I support that. Well, she actually just got an evening 
in like a Las Vegas casino. See, no, like she's a major, it. major casino, and so many stars went to her show in LA this past weekend, and I, I, I'm she, loving yeah, it. Yeah, she's an international sensation. <laughs> Call it what it is. So her probation is scheduled to be done on August 28th, 2019. So, girl, just go to some AA meetings. Maybe it'll actually help. Right? AA is all over, regardless of what city you're touring in, and we know yeah. you're not doing like vocal lessons all right. day long before the show. Although, t- yeah, just make it to August 28th girl right. the mimosas can flow no I'm just kidding <laughs> so Liz what was your favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week okay I'm calling it a tie between two and the number one is definitely it was Sheena's entire fight with Adam oh. the entire thing but specifically the end of it when she took shelter in Mama's arms <laughs> and we saw her sniffing what we hope was a bottle of no what we think was a bottle of essential oils but that i hope was just like poppers yeah <laughs> right she's like truly tweaking out yes. in mama's arms and mama's like just sniff this you'll be okay right. but um yeah that was beautiful but then i also really appreciated the seamlessly incorporated um sponsored content into the real house of new york episode where um was it sonia and dorinda went yeah. to see the new anne hathaway movie and just you know blended it not awkwardly at all into the conversation for the rest of the episode I mean, um, it's pretty insane in how ballsy they're getting mm-hmm. with this type of sponsored content. Like, it's very easy to make sponsored content and right. to make it so it, like, looks organic. Granted, a movie sponsoring them must have been so much money that Bravo was like, we don't give yeah, a fuck right, what you two true. actually want to do. You guys are going to this fucking movie and you're yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah, I would actually love to, like, see that exchange, like, yeah. between the social media managers <laughs> yeah. of Bravo or the sponsored content managers of Bravo and the movie studio just being like, you're going to do this. Here's the script. Right. <laughs> Tell them what yeah. to say. Dorinda probably loved it, though, because she's like a stunt queen. Like, yes. even, like, with the whole Tinsley circus thing, she's like, I hope Tinsley falls and hurts herself so I could be the ringleader. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, I know. She kept being like, I would do so much better. It's like, girl, it's like you, Dorinda, chill. You gotta chill. <laughs> and as we all saw, Sonia would have done the best. Of course. She killed it. She killed it. <laughs> Another great moment. <laughs> My favorite moment was from Beverly Hills this week. Lisa Vanderpump was at the lunch with Ken, her husband, Dorit, and her husband, PK. And they obviously were talking about, like, why they don't believe each other, whatever. And Lisa Vanderpump gets up from the table, storms away, and then calls Dorit a stupid cow. (laughs) And I don't know. There was something so mean about that. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Dorit was like, I don't even care about what you think. I've never loved you. Like, Dorit, like, you are not Lisa Vanderpump's real friend. Granted, I don't think Lisa has really any friends. She has followers, not friends. That is such a good way of Mm -hmm. putting it. Yes, she, even Ken, even Ken, including Ken. And Ken is like, she would never lie in her <laughs> life. My wife's the most honest woman I've ever met. It's like, um... Well, first of all, she has you under a yeah, spell. Right. An actual magic spell for the yeah. past 36 years. Yeah. And that's why you have to hold dogs all the time. <laughs> or else it breaks. <laughs> right. Ken. Oh, my God. But I just was so happy. I'm really loving LVP hating on Dorit. Dorit went on Watch What Happens Live this week and said they haven't spoken since that lunch. So that should Amazing. be interesting. And I'm also wondering, why haven't they filmed the Beverly Hills reunion yet? At this oh, point in the it? season, you would think they'd be filming it. And I know people are like, is Lisa going to show? Is she not going to show? Like, mm. she better fucking show. And you know, at this point, she's been 
crafting her whole speech and her whole, oh, you know, yeah. campaign right. to get everybody else uh, fucked over. <laughs> do you think Lisa is going to stay on Beverly Hills? Or do you think, because I feel like she's trying to ingrain herself even more into these Vanderpump rules people's lives in like such a weird like motherly way that i'm like okay are you angling to like take over this show and kind of like transition i think probably because the thing about her on beverly hills is that she's still like you know fodder for conversation like all of them can easily talk shit about her Mm -hmm. on vanderpump rules they don't really have that ability granted like ariana's kind of coming after her being like why is she talking to you guys like this about how you guys aren't businessmen it's like uh you see your fucking tweedledee and tweedledum like yeah Yeah. they aren't businessmen they literally didn't ariana chill (laughs) (laughs) don't do it if if she thinks he's stupid then i must be stupid by default for loving him it's like well so close so (laughs) close to getting it that's the vanderpump rules cast lives on the brink of getting it and that's where the that's why it's so good they'll never catch it but they they chase it every day and that's why we watch well that actually brings us to the end of our episode where can people find you and you have actually a really great instagram oh thank you you great memes thank you yes i do uh talk about vanderpump rules pretty much all the time on also (laughs) across social media channels um on instagram i am liz o'malley l-i-z-o-m-a-l-l-e-y and then just flip that for twitter so o'malley liz Perfect. Yes. I love an Irish girl. It's God, yes, I love it. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> the apostrophes are crushing it. Yes. <laughs> Killer. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.